0: Orange and the Central West's 105.1 Triple M brought to you thanks to Harvey Norman in the Orange Grove Homemaker Centre. In the studio with me this morning, it is Phil Donato, the state member for Orange. Phil, good morning. Good morning, Gilly. How are you? Yeah, really well, mate. Thanks for dropping by this morning. Busy no time.
1: Busy time for everyone, isn't it? It is a uh, mad running the Christmas. It's always uh, extremely busy. Lots going on right across the place.
0: Yeah, absolutely right.
1: Now... You were at Parks on Friday. Tell us why. Yeah, I was in Parks for the 150 years to the day, actually, that Parks was named Parks. Right. Uh, Back in 1873, uh, Parks was named after Sir Henry Parks, the father of Federation. And uh, he was, uh, uh, back in 1873, on the 1st of December, he was in Parks and declared Parks to be Parks. It was previously called Bushman's. Oh, was it? It was. And before that, it was called Currajong because of all the Currajong trees in the district. So uh, it was one of the main reasons they called it Parks was to try and influence the government of the day to get the railway in the park. So uh, it it seemed to work as well. So it was interesting because we had a ceremony at the Parks Historical Museum and there was some some of the uh, people got dressed in period clothing of the day and... It was a terrific little ceremony um, with the local councillors and uh, Neil Westcott, the mayor of Parks, was there in attendance and it was um, really interesting listening to a speech. They had a copy of the speech that that uh, Sir Henry Parks delivered uh, right. at, on, on his visit back on the okay. 1st of December, 1873. And things like roads, railway, hospitals, schools uh, were all mentioned by Sir Henry Parks as things that were looking at being... Uh, sought for around that parks district, and here we are, 150 years later. Not much has changed. Ah, yeah. It's still the same issues that yeah. are that are percolating away. So it was interesting listening to that speech that he he delivered. But yeah, look, a special day for parks, and uh, as as we know, uh, Elvis Festival as well is not too far away. It's only a couple of weeks. Yeah, it'll be uh, busy true, time for parks. True. Yeah. busy yeah. time for parks indeed. Now, also you're at Molong on Friday. Yeah, we had the opening of the Cabon Community Centre. Uh, which is the library and auditorium space, uh, just opposite the council chambers there on Bank Street. That was a commitment made back in the lead up to the 2019 state election, believe it or not, really? by the government of the day. And uh, it's taken a long time. There are a number of issues. Obviously, we had COVID, wet weather. Um, they found asbestos on the site, so it was a very challenging issue for the local uh, or for the builders that were engaged in the in the construction of this. Uh, it's but it's a terrific facility, um, absolutely. Uh, outstanding facility for Cabon. It's generational tra- changing facilities. This, this will provide, uh, like I said, a library uh, for people to come and use and access books, but also internet services. But the auditorium, uh, Molong players will be yeah. uh, you know, holding their shows there, but school events, school functions, a uh, whole range of community groups can use it, and it's a state-of-the-art auditorium with the sound and the, the infrastructure that's being put in place. Wow. So, okay. Terrific facility for Cabon and, and for Molong especially. Uh, it replaces the old uh, the Molong uh, Community Hall or community centre they had there, which uh, was quite old and, and quite uh, <laughs> decrepit. And it was um, this new state-of-the-art facility, absolutely beautiful facility, magnificent. will serve the community for generations to come. And it was terrific to be out there to help uh, celebrate that on, on Friday afternoon.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, now, uh, mentoring, the 10 out of 10, the Regional Development Australia had this 10 for 10, sorry, uh, mentoring Program, who was you, you? You've been involved with this for many years. Yeah, uh, I have, who was your student this yeah, year? I had
1: a, a student from Canandra High School. Her name's Emily Thomas, right? And uh, a terrific young woman. Uh, she's quite the athlete, actually. I think she's heading over to Western Australia this week. She competes in hammer throwing. Oh wow! And uh, quite talented. So she's representing New South Wales, I believe, in the uh, Australian uh, Championships over there. So good luck to Emily if she's listening uh, uh, this week or next week. I think she's competing, but terrific young young woman but look the program that I've been involved in now since its inception about 4 years ago has really been about mentoring our next generation of future leaders and I've been fortunate enough to be asked to to be involved in the program with other community leaders as well and it's been a terrific uh, opportunity to really engage with the next generation I've had a number of mentees over the time that have come from a various range of schools Nobles High School and uh, um Conoundra and other schools throughout the district and uh, we RDA has done a wonderful job in terms of facilitating meetings and opportunities and networking. We've had them down at Parliament House, taken them for a, a, yeah, a, a right. visit to, to Parliament. I know they've spent time out at uh, CSU and they went down to Federal Parliament as well. I think Andrew uh, G may have had them down at Federal Parliament, uh, Council Chambers. They've had a real opportunity to really see what goes on behind the scenes in various different roles throughout our communities in leadership positions. Yeah, so sure. uh, I think they've taken a lot out of it. Uh, hopefully it will continue next year and um, look, uh, all the best to Emily Thomas. She's a, a wonderful young woman, uh, quite the, quite a talented young athlete and uh, wish her well in her studies for next year. She's going into year 12 next year as well. So uh, good luck with those.
0: Look, you mentioned hammer throwing and Emily. I was actually driving past the fields there yeah. out at Canoundra on Friday evening on my way to Kiara yep. and there was... Half a dozen people, hammer throwing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: There's, there's There's a bit of a, a hammer throwing um, group Yeah, at Conoundra, and I think they've got um, some funding to put up a new uh, net or training facility there, yeah, at the right. ovals you're talking about. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, they've got a coach who comes up from, uh, look, I don't know if it's Cowra or Conoundra, somewhere uh, just out of Conoundra, actually, just south of Conoundra, but He's a, a well-credentialed coach. He's coached at the highest level. Wow. And uh, they're quite lucky to have him in the district. And he's really nurtured and mentored and assisted and coached these young young, young youngsters coming through. And Emily's uh, quite talented at it. And, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, there is a bit of a hammer throwing.
0: It's not uh, something you drive past an oval and see every no, day, is it? it isn't. It isn't. It's <laughs> quite unusual. Yeah. Uh,
1: but, uh, look, uh, you know, hopefully
0: uh, maybe a future Olympian. Mm, absolutely. We wish her all the best. All right, uh, school presentations. I guess you're busy going to a few of these.
1: Yeah, it's busy time for that. Um, yeah, I think I've got about half a dozen this week alone. Anson Street, Kalea Public Schools, St Joseph's at Manildra, Kidau Public School, just to name a few um, that I'm going to in the next few days. Uh, look, it's a, a wonderful opportunity to get to the local schools um, and, and celebrate these momentous occasions uh, with the schools and their families and the students and the teachers and staff who've worked hard all year. I usually give out an award as well, uh, the Phil Donato Citizenship Award or or something of that nature. Um, So yeah, it's a wonderful opportunity to get involved in the local school communities and recognize the great work of our students, but also, like I said, our hardworking teachers uh, who are looking forward to their Christmas break, no doubt. I bet they are. All right.
0: (laughs) And uh, mate, this Saturday night, so there's a bit on, but one big, big event is the Battle in the Bush 8, which is being put on by Braveheart Promotions and Jack Littlefield. This will be absolutely huge.
1: It will be, and uh, I'm going to be down there uh, enjoying some boxing uh, ringside, and uh, look, I think it's a terrific event. Um, I, I remember a few years ago, we had the event out at Tarak Park, I think it was, the last time there was a boxing yeah, was. Uh, event, There was a, it was well attended then. It certainly and, was, yeah. And uh, I know there's a heap of fights scheduled uh, on the card for Saturday night. Charlie Bubb's also fighting. He certainly is. So uh, yeah, look, if you get an opportunity, get on down there. Uh, it's got to be the Naylor Pavilion at the Orange Showground. so we want to try and Be great to see a a great turnout for, uh, for this event. I know Jack's worked extremely hard in getting this event on, so, uh, it looks like a full card of fights as well. So it should be a, a good night's entertainment if you like your boxing.
0: Absolutely. Now, all, all the gold VIP packages have sold. There are some silver VIP packages available, but not many, but plenty of general admission because it's such a big space. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And you'll be able to get a good seat no matter where you are in the place. So it should be a big one on Saturday night. I'm with Phil Donato. I was in the studio with us this morning, mate. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, Gilly. You take care.